What is up, internets? Welcome to another episode of the Devil's Advocate for Self-Defense podcast, episode 58. All right, everybody, welcome to the show. We got another awesome guest, actually, which is, it's actually uh, Dag, my guest here to the side of me. It's actually his first time being on a podcast, even though he has a very successful podcast of his own. So I thought that was crazy. Uh, before we get into the show, as always, though, maybe you're a fan of Dag and you're not a fan of me and you don't know what this chubby guy yelling into a camera is talking about. I need to explain how the Devil's Advocate show works. So the Devil's Advocate is a debate show. You may have heard arguments, but no, it is a debate show where we take a self-defense or martial arts related topic. We each choose a side and debate it for 20 minutes here on the free show. Um, just trying to find, just trying to work critical thinking, find the truth, look at new ways to look at problems. So what's going to happen is myself and my guests have already taken a topic. We've both chosen what side of the topic we're going to debate the guest always gets to choose and i as the show says become the devil's advocate and take the opposite side it's important to say that because i don't come across great on some of the debates because i'm arguing points that uh maybe might not be my personal beliefs if you want to hear my personal beliefs dag's personal beliefs or the personal beliefs of any one of the 56 guests we've had on the show you can jump over to patreon slash randy king live go to podcast extras the five dollar level and you will always get bonus content from each and every podcast that i do so if you're looking for our actual thoughts and feelings on this topic feel free to jump over there it's only five bucks you get access to all of them there's nothing hidden or anything like that um you also get access to my vlog i have a vlog now because people wanted more content on the five dollar level so i do a vlog where i'm going through uh, personal journey, uh, business things. As you know, if you're a fan of me, I'm always I'm always working on something. So uh, all that stuff's going to be happening over there. Now, there's a couple of rules to this show. Number one, first rule is we start as friends and we leave as friends. So what I mean by that is I don't want this conversation that we have to be a regular internet conversation where we like rage quit, throw our laptops at the wall and never speak again, right? That's not the point of this. The point is to show the internet that you can have a civil conversation on two different sides and still remain friends. Number two is we have 15 logic fallacies I send ahead of time to the guests. I actually remembered to send them this time. Uh, so Dag has gone over them, I've gone over them. If you are caught in a logic fallacy and you cannot debate your way out that it is not a logic fallacy, you have to take a page out of Rory Miller's Conflict Communications book, take a deep breath, say, sorry, I used a circular logic fallacy then secede your turn and let the other person talk, hence giving them a little bit more edge on the debate because they get more talking time. Now, if you're a fan of the show, everybody always says who they think won. I love it. Put that in the comments below. Tell me who you think did best in this debate. Did you learn anything? What was your biggest takeaway? Any kind of information or feedback is great. Throw it in the comments below. All right, that's all of the preamble for the show. Dag, why don't you tell the listeners a little bit about yourself? Thank you, Randy. Um, I'm happy to be here. Uh, I'm I'm Dag from Norway. 34 years old. Got a daughter. She's five, almost. Teaching her some self-defense. I work with troubled kids. I've been doing martial arts since I was 13 or 14. Started with traditional jiu-jitsu. And as you mentioned, I have my own show, Fighter Mindset Podcast, where I've had where you you were my guests. That's way back. You were the first one of this year. So, and I've been going on for almost three years. Met a lot of crazy guys, good people, experts. Yeah. So that's more, that's me. 
short terms. Teaching self-defense, yeah, training martial arts. Awesome. All right. So as uh, as Dag mentioned, he uh, we did a, his show and then we became quick friends. Actually, we've been talking pretty much nonstop since the show, especially <laughs> back and forth. It's been pretty cool. That's the beauty of the internet. I would have never met uh, Dag. I don't go to Norway. Never been there yet. So as we're as we're going through this, uh, how the show works on this next part is we're going to tell you the topic. Then Dag gets up to the first four minutes of the twenty minute debate to set the topic up. Now. Uh, I really, I'm going to encourage you to jump on final thoughts for this, because even if you're not a, a subscriber, I would just pay the five bucks for this one and then cancel. Who cares? Right. You get it. just binge it, binge it like one day in Netflix and be done with it. Um, Dag has an interesting history. Uh, and so this topic is interesting. It took us a while to come up with it because we wanted to have him on the show. I'm really trying to, to promote the debate show. And uh it, his background was so fascinating. In fact, on his podcast, I actually almost started interviewing him. I was like, wait a minute, tell me more about you. So we, uh, I want to walk some of that on the final thoughts. I'm just telling you now, it's going to be probably a pretty good one. So the topic we've chosen is, do religious ethics replace martial arts or self-defense soft skills? So what I'm trying to say is the things, the morals, the ethics, the, the, the fables, whatever you learn in the Bible, can you use those as a replacement for soft skills and self-defense in order to avoid violence? Dag, what side of this debate are you taking? I would have to say pro. He's going to say, um, so this is my favorite part. He's going to say that religious uh, ethics and whatever codes do supersede or do replace uh, soft skills. So I'm going to say, obviously, as a devil advocate, the opposite of that. Um, I'm really excited for this debate. I'm really excited to see what Dag is bringing on here. So Dag, if you are ready, we will get started. Are you ready? I'm ready, Randy. All right, go. Okay, so I've, well, I've been, I was a Christian for 20 years and got it in my hands into martial arts and so on and it's quite frowned upon in religion in the religious um environments you should not train anything that it's a false god and so on you should not do things that are bad you shouldn't hurt people so i've always i was also relying on god in i started to take a job as a security guard working indoors so the way I was protecting myself is like I was praying and reading Bible like God should protect me whenever. So I did it. Like I, I stayed on it. Um, hey God, why don't you just make my eyes clear? Like be vigil, vigilant, be open to do not any harm. Don't let any harm hurt me. Like don't let any bad people hurt me. So that was, and you shouldn't like the Bible says, turn the other cheek around. You shouldn't hurt anybody else. Uh, but then there's going back to the, in the Bible in the history. There's a lot of people sending somebody. There was was a King David. He was a troop leader, so he sent some of his guys. He was he wanted to have sex with his with his soldier's wife, so he sent him to the in front to get killed. And like still because of all this bad things happening in the in the past of the Bible, like I believe, well, it's not good to hurt anybody, and so it's better to be yeah instead of hurting people you should rather pray for them and so that was like it's better to pray for the people who are trying to hurt you so yeah interesting so i'm definitely gonna this this is gonna be an interesting topic because i'm gonna want to pick and pry on it a little bit um and i think i have the easier side of this i think you took the harder side i personally do so obviously number one i think as a counterpoint the fact that religious 
thought processes, at least with the, with, and again, let's be really clear because we're talking religion. I don't want to get like freaking bombed. Uh, we're talking your specific uh, group that you were in. We're talking your religion, right? So yeah. we're not saying all religions. Let's just calm down everybody. Um, I think the, the problem number one is that you're outsourcing your safety to somebody else, right? You're praying, you're sitting there, you're, you're hoping that some extra planner force is going to protect you. Now I can agree with the, like the vigilance is interesting because that's, is that not just situational awareness, right? So is it, could that not replace it? Maybe, but the fact that you're outsourcing, the fact that you're, you're just, you are trying to manifest protection without actually having protection skills is probably not going to be uh, as reliable. I would say when it comes to when you encounter somebody. Mm. Yeah. So I, I actually heard uh, stories from there was a preacher in the area I grew up in because I grew up in the Bible Belt. So, so you there's a Bible Belt. There's a Bible Belt in Norway. Yeah, it's the sound like in the south of uh, the United States, for instance. Yeah. There's so that's pretty like religious Christianity. So I'm from the Bible Belt, and I went to yeah, I went to church, went to Sunday school, and everybody's Christian. So my so there's a Bible Belt. So everything else is illegal. So anyway, so I got into like I learned about I actually so I was reading a Bruce Lee book. I think it was Tao Jeet Kundu. I was reading it, and then I had nightmares in the nights because I was reading it. It's, it's weird, and so I thought like I cannot do anything about this. I, I shouldn't learn about martial arts because it's it's the devil's work, and self defense is the devil's work. Interesting. Yeah. So on the religious side of this, because you're supposed to be debating that it is it is good, right? You're pro this. So it, on this situation, you're saying that like when you were trying to learn or read about this, uh, mm. the 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 ethics that you were taught in your head actually made you think this was it gave you nightmares. Yeah. So I'm, yeah. Yes. And it's it's difficult to debate pro because. But that, that was what I'm doing every time I went to, I was working indoors. So I was praying, God protect me. And then I was reading up on Gavin DeBecker's um, Gift of Fear. Mm-hmm. But, but like, it was a contradictory because I believed in like, God will protect me and that I shouldn't be uh, paranoid. So, but like, that was what I did. So I felt that I was being safe. Yeah. So I, I believe that like, laying my hands into someone else someone else like outsourcing as you say that, that was what i did for the years i was working indoors yeah right so then with this so i know you're having trouble arguing pro we might have to switch sides here just so we can get the show as a more of a debate less of an interview but do you actually let's switch sides we're gonna switch sides right now mid-debate let's do this so you are going to debate that uh self-defense skills are stronger than religious ethics i'm going to debate the other side does that work for you yeah, I think that yeah. you're having you're having some trouble here. All right, so I'm gonna say number one, vigilance is effectively um, situational awareness. Number two, learning to turn the other cheek does give you, I think, a good de-escalation mindset. Right, so it's you know you get hit doesn't mean you have to react with violence. You can learn to calm yourself down. You can maybe go through the situation. I also think that when you're looking uh, at the like the the pillars, right. It's all the same things you would look for in a self-defense class, right? Don't kill anyone. Don't uh, don't steal. Be a good person, right? And those ethics alone, if you follow those tenets, you're probably not going to run into any trouble. So effectively, learning from the religious side of things could eliminate the need to do any self-defense stuff. What do you think about that? Dag. 
<laughs> now it's more my like it, it like the reason I left is like out the reason I left the religious ethics and focus on more the reality of substances because like I'm not gonna let anybody hurt me and and I don't want to become a victim to just like being uh what's it called subdued like being submissive mm-hmm. let somebody else walk into my space because I want to protect myself I don't want and anybody can just run my life or hurt okay so if being religious what I met uh what I've seen that's like if somebody tries to enter your house and you're a religious guy you <laughs> then you turn the other cheek around meaning you would rather let them come in and say rape your wife rape your wife hurt your children and so on and it's I don't I don't think turning the other cheek means abandoning your family. It could be grab your family, get the hell out of the house, let them have the, the stuff in there, right? Because maybe the stuff's less important. I would say I would disagree because sure. yeah. Because People, like why, why? Yeah, why? Because um if uh, why like you want anybody you don't want to learn self-protection skills to protect your family, you would rather rely on God. Right. And like how should um should God miraculously come down with some of his angels like from out of nowhere just stop the the intruders or whoever wants to go and hurt your family? That's right. that's like yeah. Well, we can pull the ultimate God works mysterious ways. There's an old joke, and it's like there's a flood and there's a family and they're praying to God for God to save them, and a car drives up to save them. They say no, God will save us, and then it's even more flood and a boat comes up. And they say, God, why save us? We don't need your boat. The boat leaves. Then a helicopter comes and they're like, no, we're waiting for God to save us. And then anyways, they drown. And they go see God. and like, God, why didn't you help us? And God's like, what do you mean I didn't help you? I said, a car, a helicopter, a boat, right? So it's it's when we're looking at this as a soft skill side of things. So now you're kind of going to hard skills, which is like the physical, like somebody's mm-hmm. going to attack your family. I'm saying soft skills. I'm saying awareness, de-escalation. I'm saying uh, ways to to avoid violence. I do think that most of the base religious tenets will help you avoid violence. I think, you know, respecting your neighbor, not hurting or killing anybody, that's going to stop uh, turning the cheek. That's going to stop people coming uh, for retribution, right? It's going to stop uh, if you stop somebody in a situation and you get hit and you like just turn and go. That definitely means that I, th- I think it would stop somebody from amping up. I think it would stop punishment during a physical event. And also, like I said, I don't think, I'm not going to say turning the other cheek is necessarily, turning the cheek might be the harder thing to do. It might be the smarter thing to do. Maybe there's five, six, seven people. So would that not work as a self-defense strategy? I've turned out a cheek many times and it made me, made me, I became a sh- like a, sh- a sheep right. and I would rather be a lion. I don't want to let anybody walk into my territory and into my life and try to make a mess for me and make it a hell of a living. And yeah. I did it. So that was all because of being turned out a cheek. You should pray for your neighbor. You should l- care about everyone. You should lo- yeah, love your neighbor, love the neighbor. Mm-hmm. And then I figured out like my neighbors are some assholes. <laughs> Their the ways of um, acting towards others, their behaviors, it it was totally different from the reality. So they were right. like sending it, yeah. 
But like, wouldn't so what are the biggest skills? We just did this on my new TikTok channel with my daughter. I'll promote the end of this at Defense Talks with Dad. Um, we we talked about how de-escalate, de-escalating yourself is probably one of the greatest skills you can learn to deal with conflict. If in if by nature you love your neighbor, then the odds of you getting mad at them is going to be lower. So that is working as a de-escalation, is it not? Won't it keep you calm? Also, Dag, you're still alive. So would you rather live a day as a lion, potentially get killed, not be there for your daughter, or turn the other cheek and be a sheep for a while, right? In order to see your daughter go to college. Like, what is what is more important in the long run? It's important. For me, it's important to be it for my daughter, of course. Of course, right? So <laughs> yeah, of if, course. if turning the other cheek, if uh, if loving the neighbor, if all that stuff makes sure that, you know, you know, you, maybe you're going to eat some crow. That's a saying here. Probably won't work for you. Maybe you're going to like, like be humbled a little bit in the moment, but you can then extend out. Do we even need to learn other things? Stay vigilant, love thy neighbor, um, turn the other cheek. That's de-escalation. That's under, that's empathy. And that is, uh, that is paying attention to situational awareness. If you're vigilant, you might not even need to get in a fight. That's what every self-defense instructor says about situational awareness. Why is it different? Because it's religious language. This is fun. Hmm. <laughs> oh. I wasn't even ready for this side, but this is fun. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's um, true, but it's I agree on that because loving the never, but what I learned, okay. Yep. I was loving everyone, but in that term, and everybody was nice. Everybody was nice people. Everyone was. There was nothing wrong with anyone, but then there ways of acting and what well, i being a religious guy made me paranoid definitely okay. yeah and believing that god would help me right. and like turning the other cheek around and so on so that's i find it that it's difficult to believe in, in god first to saving you and like okay love your neighbor yeah and don't judge them but it's difficult <laughs> so but yeah, I agree. Let, let's take Dag. Let's take God off the table. Let's say, yeah. let's pretend he's not part of the fact. We're just using the the self defense lessons that you would teach in a class versus mm -hmm. the things you would learn in church. So let's take away any like uh, divine intervention kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. My 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 the crux of my new position is that the things I'm learning, the Ten Commandments, the the turn the other cheek, the and sure, it might be cherry picking a little bit because there's like you said, right? David's like, yeah, you should go to the front of the line because your wife's super hot. So that's not good. But uh, I'm saying like the 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 meat of what people are extrapolating from the texts is probably that's what I want to say. Mm. What they're extrapolating is this this kind of do no harm thing. And if, if you do no harm, the odds of you, like that's going to stop a road rage incident, right? Somebody gets mad at you. You're not going to be like, what's up, right? You're going to, you're going to, you're going to love thy neighbor. You're going to, you're going to chill yourself down. And I think the lessons, I think you can trade them one for one in a lot of areas, right? Like you could trade uh, boundary setting for some of the things that they're actually, maybe not, maybe you can have your own boundary setting. That might be an issue. Uh, you could, but you could trade situational awareness. You could trade um, de-escalation. You could trade uh, like, so being in a strong community, right? Like that's one of the major things that predators look for is people not in strong communities. If you are mm -hmm. learning religious ethics, you're loving your neighbors, you're probably building ideally a strong community. You agree or disagree? I, I agree. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. So it's like, 
So why so do you was, think why do you think that self defense lessons are better than religious lessons? Hit me. Start start throwing some hardballs at me. Mm, well, I think it gives a false sense of um, okay. security. Yeah, definitely believing in loving the neighbor and, and having the mindset with you, whatever where you go. Definitely, that's one of the things. Yeah. How would that? Uh, how does that give you a false sense of security? Well, you believe in that your your group will protect you, and no, that's maybe they won't. Yeah, so it's like maybe they will, maybe they won't, and Oof. tough, difficult topic, man. It is a difficult yeah. topic. Yeah. I think yeah, I'm gonna keep helping. I think you had this is your first podcast, and this is uh, there's a little bit difficult. Yeah. So with this on that thought process, then, uh for the group that they're in do you think that like what it, i would say that the hole in that would be so i'm gonna jump back to the other side now i would say the hole in that would be that the fact that just because you are christian doesn't mean you are christian right so just because mm-hmm. you you say you are doesn't mean you do the thing so you might be right. just false sense of security might be i am living the way the path but this person probably isn't gonna have my back i don't actually know that right mm. Yeah, because you, yeah, right. Do you think in these situations that people do? Do you think they truly believe that there will be a divine intervention? Like, let's put that back on the table. Do you think that they believe that prayer is like a shield? Yeah, and I've heard many times uh, stories from a pastor from Nigeria. He told a story about a woman to burglars come into her house, like they were breaking into her home, and they shut her and. They shot her and the bull, like she was still alive. And I was like, what the, f- right. what the fuck? Yeah. And, and everybody in the church, they believe in this. Yeah. God will come with his divinity and yeah. Stop people from punching him. And I've heard actually heard a story about a local preacher. He, somebody had a beef with him. So they met on the corner of a shopping, like a grocery store on the outside and God, this guy tried to punch him, but God intervened and punched this guy who was attacking the preacher. So God came down just through a street fight, punched the guy's head. And yeah. And he dropped like, that's true. That he like, that. and I was like, and people believe in this. So that's people believe that God, like praying will keep you safe. Not learning any skills at all. Soft skills, hard skills. It will, you because like God will give you it in the moment. Like that that's that's a false uh, sense of security sure so that that was what i believed in and if you want to believe that i'm sorry you will like right yeah you you would yeah you will end badly so i think now i can i can i can put that on the self-defense side of the fence too right so that's an outlier right that's not what normally happens right these outliers mm-hmm. this person surviving god throwing street fight punches my favorite story um <laughs> Self-defense does the same thing, though. Like, they say, oh, what about, like, in martial arts, what about Masayama? He knocked out a bull. And, oh, what about, like, the, the, the myths and legends aren't just exclusive to this, right? There's plenty of people who tell stories of, like, oh, I super spider-sensed a bomb, potentially, right? Or I, or I did. So I'm not saying they didn't. I have a friend. He uh, was worked for the UN. And he actually, because of, like, uh, subconscious awareness, saw a bomb on the bottom of the school bus in Israel. And he was like, holy crap, that's crazy. So uh, yeah, sure. There's some, there's some crazy religious stories, but there's also some crazy self-defense stories out there too. So I don't know if 
if uh, if one is stronger than the other with the mythos behind both of them, I just think one is a more modern telling. Mm-hmm. I think kind of, we have two minutes left on this. So I think kind of going through like the soft skills, like I don't think they're as far apart as people think they are. I don't think that like religious, like a Judeo-Christian views are that far away from like what we're teaching people for self-defense. Mm. I just think we're putting shiny gunmetal camo on like these, these ethical lessons that people have been doing for a long time. And I think one of the biggest failings of modern humans is thinking that we are somehow smarter than the past humans because we have a magic rectangle in our phone, right? These people were arguably living in much more dangerous times. And the fact that the Christian religion lasted this long means they have to have some kind of defensive capability within their ethics. Otherwise they would have been wiped out. Hmm. Most of them that I met in church, they didn't want to learn to protect themselves because they believed that it's bad to hurt other people because right. if you hurt some other you're a bad christian you're I, I was i was bad because i was reading about <laughs> about the psychological like um dangerous personalities right. and learning how to protect myself hit hit hard uh, yeah you're ba- i was a bad christian so if you if if you learn about these things you're a bad christian and you're <laughs> You don't believe in God just to intervene. Interesting. Yeah. So I think the crux of your side of the debate that we just switched up is that if you follow the teachings, not necessarily of the book, but of the group, you're going to become passive and people are going to be able to take advantage of you. Yeah. It's better to let, let people take advantage of you. Yeah. Interesting. All right, everyone. That's the end of the free debate. It's not, it's not easy. You did good. Um, but I'm going to be, we're going to be talking today on the, on the other side here about his history, about the group he was in and be asking questions. So if you're interested at all in any of this conversation outside of this, like micro debate that we did, highly recommend jump over to, uh, patreon.com slash writing king live also don't forget we just started a tiktok me and my daughter uh she's running it so i don't have to do it because i'm not a tiktok person uh but we're it's pretty fun we're already already got a guy asked me to be on his podcast from it so that's kind of cool um highly recommend check out at defense talks with dad we're answering questions and the amount of questions coming in are insane it's like i thought we'd have trouble generating questions we're not having trouble generating questions so at defense talks with dad check it out patreon.com dag where can they find you and your podcast by going to Spotify, iTunes, wherever, Acast, Fighter Mindset. And so you mindset? see Fighter Mindset and with a brain and my name, Dag Talia Hella. It's a difficult one, but I'll put it out there. Talia and you find it up. Hella. Hella. Yeah, I can. Just hook up, look up uh, Fighter Mindset. And then I'm on Facebook, Instagram, Fighter Mindset Podcast. Awesome. How many? You got like a bunch of episodes, right? Oh, 74, 75 plus. I'm aiming for a hundred. So aiming for a hundred episodes. Who are some of the, who are some of the biggest guests you've had on the show? Oof, damn. Other than me, obviously the biggest, <laughs> the biggest get ever. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I, I had a, well, the biggest guest I think it would be, uh, it was a Buddhist, like a Shaolin monk from Germany. Oh, cool. He's a half, uh, he was born in German, uh, Germany lived in the Shaolin temple, learning Kung Fu. That was like one of them. And also had a former hostage negotiator, Derek, uh, Derek Gaunt. He wrote Super a book. Cool. Yeah. 
All right, everyone, if you're a podcast fan, which you are, because you listen to a podcast right now, go check out uh, Fighters Mindset. Give them, give them some love, give them some shares, give them some support. Don't forget to share this show. Uh, like I always say, I'm, I'm, I'm going to stop doing this. I feel like Arrest Development Season 3, begging for views. This format is my favorite format. I love it so much because we get so much interesting conversation. People aren't digging it. They're just not, I don't know if people being friendly on the internet is not, is, is not enough attention. Uh, we're not getting the numbers we were getting before. It's getting lower, not higher. So again, if you want this show to live, to succeed, jump on a Patreon. If I get a bunch of uh, extra podcast guest things, I'll keep doing this the way it is. Share it, like it, subscribe it, tell people. If we can get the views up, I'll keep doing it. But this is a business, unfortunately. And if this attention... If, that might, if we're not getting what we need from this show, I have, to, I have to put my attention somewhere else. So I want to keep doing it. I'll probably keep doing monthly ones on Patreon, probably forever. I love these things. But as Dag knows, booking guests, editing podcasts, getting the time, it's, it's time, it's time heavy. So uh, if I can reallocate this, I will, unfortunately. So definitely going to reevaluate this at 60 episodes. This is 58. So in two more episodes, I'm taking a look at this. Save the show. If you can, if not, no big deal. We'll repivot. We'll reformat. I'll start a new show. We'll bring Dag on for that one too. Join us. I'm mean, picking Dag's brain over on Patreon. I have a lot of questions for him. So many that I was asking him questions on his podcast with me. Uh, Dag, thank you so much for your time. And uh, everybody else, we will talk to you hopefully soon. Support the show. Woo, extra podcast. Do it up. <laughs>